Hello, everybody. My name is Josh. I'm an alcoholic and I'm a drug addict. Hey, Josh. Um, let me see. My sobriety date is June 14th, uh, 2020. And, you know, I, I suffer from a spiritual malady uh, that shows itself as a uh, mental obsession and physical craving. And uh, what that is in my life for me is I tend to hurt people for the drugs that I want and the bottles of alcohol that I desire. doesn't matter if it's uh, acquaintances, friends, family, brother, sister, mother, father. Um, I hurt people financially, physically, emotionally, spiritually to get what I want because I'm a selfish asshole. Um, you know, my drug and alcohol addiction kind of went, started from an early age. I want to say about 12, uh, started smoking weed like a, a lot of us do. And, um, and my first drunk was about that same age. Um, I was out in Mojave Desert and everybody was partying. Uh, there were a bunch of younger kids there that went, uh, were kind of out of my uh, age range and all the parents. And so I was kind of stuck in the middle, just kind of uncomfortable. And we were out camping and I figured, you know what, they're all having fun. I figured might as well I'll have a couple of, uh, couple of beers too. Got a little sloshed, loved it. Um, had some fun uh, by myself and uh, enjoyed it. Smoked weed for the first time a little bit after that and, and enjoyed that as well. And had that carrying on throughout high school and dabbling in coke and uh, ecstasy because you know it makes me feel good and I like the party and I like I like to fit in um you know and there came a certain point where uh you know I ended up going off uh into the marines and uh doing that for a little bit and I uh, got kicked out because of my using uh, I took a little bit too far, and that's kind of hard to do, especially with a lot of Marines loving to drink. Um, and I came back home. I lost the farm that I'd bought and uh, moved in with mom. Uh, and that's when I got introduced to uh, some oxycodone. I had done some opium and dabbled a little bit of heroin before. However, those oxycodone kind of jump-started uh, my way into uh, my heart addiction. Um, I shouldn't say heart addiction because there's just fucking plain old, what's soft addiction. Um, and, you know, I would go rob people. I'd go steal from my family, my friends, trying to get what I wanted. And all it did was push everybody away, even though I wanted to connect, didn't know how to. Um, and, you know, I just heard everybody that was in my life that I, I thought I cared about until it got me down on skid row and I went to my first treatment and I, the seed of AA got planted in me. Got sober for, well, kind of sober for uh, about eight months and went back doing it again until I got kicked out and had an ultimatum. I did a going to treatment center and, um, and uh, did the whole sober living stuff. And, you know, and I started working the steps. I was able to accumulate uh, a little bit more than five years of sobriety.
uh, took other men through the steps and uh, had my first spiritual experience. And, you know, it was an enlightening time. Uh, however, that wasn't uh, the end of my run. For some reason, I quit working the steps. I chose to, chose to pick up again. And, uh, you know, my run uh, happened again for another two years. Um, and caused a lot more wreckage than I had done the uh, previous times. Um, and, you know, by the grace of my higher power, I, I hesitate to say God because that, at least for me, that's it. That kind of deterred me. Um, that was a big hiccup in my my experience. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to get another opportunity at this uh, after having a seizure and some health issues and finally just admitting and being willing. Um, you know, and I called a, a guy that I, you know, I, I respect so much. You know, when I look at this man, he's, he's a fucking character. Couple, uh, one guy knows who he is and he's just a character. However, he's got what I want. He's a man of integrity, character, responsibility, a man of his word, you know, and uh, nothing that I was during my addiction and alcoholism. Um, and so I called him for help and uh, luckily enough, you know, I got some help and on day four of my treatment center, I wanted to fucking leave. I was kicking too hard. I didn't want to follow rules. Uh, I was taking my willingness back until he called me. Um, and it's still a strange thing that how he was able to uh, get the number of where I was today you know it's a it's a god shot it's 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 a coincidence it's whatever it's a miracle in my case and uh you know he talked me out of taking my will back and uh he's the man who i call my sponsor today um and what is that five minutes all right um you know and so i went to treatment he called me he called me and had me going in uh stay in and I completed that and I, you know, I was in fear. I only stayed like 20 days because, you know, some people know the insurance thing just kind of dwindles, um, you know, and I was lucky enough. I put faith in him uh, since I didn't have a higher power at the time, uh, you know, knowing that he was a man of his word and somebody I can trust. Uh, you know, I was lucky enough to go through a, a sober living that's very accountable. I am the sober living I'm still in today. Um, you know, and I got to got to meet a bunch of people that uh, who I like to emulate. You know, who were fine examples of what AA is, practicing these principles that we learn in all my affairs. And I'm currently on step two, if I'm going to be honest, I, I wish I was further. However, you know, the way that my sponsor is doing it is the way that uh, doing it with me is the way that he does it with his sponsor. Uh, you know, people that do do it that way usually have about 10 years. Um, and I figured, you know, he asked me, do you want the McDonald's of sobriety or do you want the filet mignon? 
I looked at him. I was like, I don't want neither. I want New York strip steak, dude. Because filet mignon, and, eh, it's not my steez. It's too bougie for me. Um, but I want what he has. And so I figured I'd, I'd do, I would do what he does in order to get that. Um, you know, what today looks like for me, being a sober man in sobriety and doing my utmost to live uh, with character and integrity and responsibility. Um, as I get, I wake up first thing in the morning, I ask my higher power to please guide and direct my thinking because I know my thinking fucking uh, destruction happens. And, uh, you know, I meditate and then I end up going to work and I, I attempt to call a few alcoholics to get out of my head because uh, I'm usually restless, irritable and disconnect, discontent. And so I like to get out of my own head asking how others are doing. Um, you know, and I go home and I eat some dinner and I end up going to a meeting. I was lucky enough to be asked uh, to do this meeting. And, uh, you know, and that's what I do on a daily basis. I work some step work, I write a little, I pray a little, I, uh, you know, uh, read a little. And I don't take anything that's uh, been in the past into tomorrow. You know, and, uh, you know, if anybody's needing uh, a number, please get my number because if we talk, I'm probably going to get more out of it than you are. Um, and I would hope you get something uh, out of it as well. And uh, that being said, if nobody's told you that they love you today, I love you. I hope everybody has a wonderful night. Yeah.